0: Welcome, everyone, to the Finn Sports Football Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony John Daletti. And today, unfortunately, we're not going to be talking that much about the Miami Dolphins because the Miami Dolphins are not in the playoffs this year, thanks to the Buffalo Bills. But uh, nonetheless, still going to try to fit in some Miami Dolphins into this podcast because, after all, it is the Finn Sports Football Podcast. So what I want to talk about today, uh, we're going to start off talking about a big topic that's surrounding the Miami Dolphins right now. Um, Stupidly, in my opinion, surrounding the Miami Dolphins right now. And then after that, I want to get to this week's playoff um, picture. I want to talk about teams I think that are going to win, why I think they're going to win. So yeah, we're going to do some playoff predictions here on the Sports Football Podcast. But before we get into that, News broke yesterday that Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson is very unhappy with the Houston Texans organization um, for a multitude of reasons, I think. One, he looks at the situation he's in where his previous GM and head coach, Bill O'Brien, gave away basically their whole entire next two years because he gave a first-round pick to Miami and then this year's first and second to Miami. So you look at a team like the Texans and Deshaun Watson's looking at it like, we don't have a good team on defense or offense. I barely have any weapons. My best weapon is Will Fuller and we have no draft capital until the third round. That's number one. Number two, I don't think he's too happy with the GM they selected. Um, the the Houston Texans took Nick Casario and signed him to a six-year deal Um, And so I think that I don't know exactly who he wanted, but Deshaun Watson wanted someone else at GM um, and I guess they didn't listen to him. Again, I don't know uh, who he wants, who he wanted, but uh, obviously he's not happy with the way they handled that. They had, they didn't really take his opinion into consideration, which here's the thing. Normally, I would say, well, you're not a GM, so why would they take your opinion into consideration? But when you are Deshaun Watson, okay, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I am the only reason why our team was even kind of good last year. If Deshaun Watson wasn't on the Houston Texans, their team would most likely have been the first overall pick. So, you can thank me for winning any games we won last year. So why in 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 God's name after giving me a huge contract last year would you not involve me or take my opinion into consideration when hiring a GM and a coach that is going to either positively or negatively impact my NFL future? And then also he looks at the coach and I'm assuming that uh they are not wanting to hire Eric Bienemy because uh, rumors and reports have come out that Watson pushed for the Texans to interview uh, Eric Bienemy and the franchise has not done so. Um, I don't know if that means they don't want to, or they don't plan to, or maybe they just haven't yet, but he's unhappy with them because he's basically saying, Look, this week, Eric Bienemy has off. They, the Kansas State Chiefs do not play this week, and the fact that you didn't ask him to even be interviewed makes me super, super upset, and here's the thing. I said this at the beginning of the season, uh, not even at the beginning of the season, when Bill O'Brien got fired. I don't know if it's on the podcast. I'd have to go check, but I said Eric Bienemi would be an amazing fit for the Houston Texans because Deshaun Watson is a similar player to Patrick Mahomes in that he has that it factor. And so, if you, as the Houston Texans, can get Eric Biennami and that offense and bring him to Houston, you're basically going to have the AFC South's version of the Kansas City Chiefs because I believe Deshaun Watson is a phenomenal quarterback. I just feel like between coach, GM, talent around him, he's never had a good team. I mean, if he would have had a good coach the last couple of years, he could easily have gone to an AFC championship. But he had Bill O'Brien as his coach and GM, who we talked about yesterday. I said, he's a good coordinator, not a good coach and GM. He has ruined Deshaun Watson's first, what has he been in the league, for four years? So if you're Deshaun Watson, you're livid because you're like, you've wasted my first four years and now you're not taking my opinion into consideration at all. Which if you are the face of the franchise, which I mean, aside from J.J. Watt, who this year has just not been shy at saying he hates the Texans and their decisions they've made, if you are the face of the franchise, the future of the franchise, and you're not even taking my opinion into consideration, I don't want to be here. And so reports have come out this whole entire week that Deshaun Watson is very unhappy he wants to leave. And of course, with that comes a bunch of fans and media members saying the Dolphins, who... Had a rookie quarterback who didn't play extremely well in his rookie season. The Dolphins should trade Tua, a first round pick, and maybe a first round pick next year and take Deshaun Watson. Trade away Tua, bring Deshaun Watson to your team, give away. You know, obviously we would only have one first round pick this year. Next year we wouldn't have a first round pick, and Deshaun Watson would be our quarterback. Now, here's what I want to say about this I want to say two things. One, I love Deshaun Watson. I love him as a player. I love him as a person. I think that I I respect him because he has been on a crappy team. And yes, they've made the playoffs, but he's been on a crappily run team his whole entire career. And his first four years have basically been wasted in the NFL. I think he's a phenomenal player. I think if you put him on any good team, like if you put him on the 49ers, they are a Super Bowl champion team, without a doubt, with that defense Healthy with him, they are a Super Bowl caliber team. So, this opinion that I'm about to say has nothing to do with Deshaun Watson because, as a player, I think he is phenomenal. We need to stop with the quarterback talk, okay? The Dolphins have a rookie quarterback who, yes, he did not play the greatest football his rookie year, but he did not play bad. And I feel like because Tua didn't go out there and light the league on fire, like Justin Herbert, we automatically want to assume that he is a bust. And what's happening in, in this society nowadays in, in, with fans in the NFL is it's a microwave society. And we like to think if one thing is true, another cannot. And with Tua, with it being a microwave society, Justin Herbert's having immediate success. Therefore, Tua, since he's not, must be a bust. And what we need to remember is that most rookie quarterbacks do not have Justin Herbert seasons. Most rookie quarterbacks have Tua Iloa seasons. Actually, they have worse seasons. Tua finished, I think, fifth in catchable passes. He finished with 13 total touchdowns, only five interceptions, a near three to one touchdown interception ratio, 65% completion rating. He did not have an awful season at all by any means. He didn't have this, you know, skyrocketing season where he threw for, you know, 40 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. No, but he didn't have a bad season. And I think what's happening, to be honest, if I'm just calling a spade a spade, as Dolphin fans, we have been waiting for a quarterback for so long because Dan Marino, what, retired in 98? So we've been waiting 22 years for a quarterback And Tua, there was so much hype around him coming out of college. The fan base wanted him so much that really anything short of a MVP season, people would have been like, yeah, Tua is a bust. And that's what's happening. We're thinking that Tua is a bust because he didn't succeed like we expected or not we, I shouldn't include myself in this because I was perfectly fine with his rookie season. He didn't succeed like some expected him to. And so now we're just looking for any option. To, to, to leave Tua and move on to a different quarterback that's what we're trying to do as Dolphin fans we're saying yeah let's take a quarterback at number three let's take Zach Wilson or Justin Fields Ooh, well, Deshaun Watson's available let's trade for him and here's the thing again this has nothing to do with Deshaun Watson I don't want people to think that I'm like Tua is you know Deshaun Watson sucks. I don't want him. Tua is going to be way better. We don't know what Tua is going to be. Yes, Deshaun Watson is a phenomenal player. And if he went on this team, obviously we would have a lot of success. But this is what you're not, this is what people aren't grasping. This is the same thing the Chargers did with Drew Brees. They said Drew Brees is not the guy. He has struggled his first however many seasons in the league it was, let's move on from him, let's get someone else, let's get Phillip Rivers. And look what happened to that. Drew Brees went on to be a Hall of Famer, he's going to be a future first battle Hall of Famer, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, a Super Bowl champion, and what the Chargers got in return was a young rookie quarterback in Phillip Rivers who brought them nothing. Yeah, he had a good good career, but... No AFC Championship titles, no Super Bowl appearances, no Super Bowl wins, no MVPs, nothing. And so what I'm saying about the Dolphins is, yes, I understand Deshaun Watson is a phenomenal player. I understand Tua has not been lights out since he came into the league because he's a rookie, people. But what I'm trying to get in people's head is, Tua could end up being a phenomenal Hall of Fame quarterback, and what you're doing is you're not giving him a chance to succeed at all. You have two first-round picks. You have two second-round picks. You have, obviously, more picks in the future, which I think, in my opinion, the Dolphins are going to trade back and turn that into even more first-round and second-round picks in the future. You have multiple picks in draft capital and cap space, to surround two with as much talent as possible. Don't do what the Chargers did to Drew Brees. Don't say, hey, you weren't liked out your rookie season or your first couple years. Let's move on from you. Let's take someone else. And then they look like the laughingstock and the Saints go on to win a Super Bowl and have one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I'm not saying two is going to be the best one of the best of all time. I have no idea. But I'm not just after one season trying to call it quits with him, wipe my hands clean, he didn't play, lights out, get rid of him, let's get Deshaun Watson, and again, if you want to, here's the thing, if they, if the Dolphins want to get Deshaun Watson, and I think right now, the Dolphins would be the team that would have to give up the least to get him, because we do have Tua, if the Dolphins want to get Deshaun Watson, we would at least have to give up Tua, and our next, two first, this year and next year. Not not both first round picks this year, but we would have to give the Texans our third pick this year, a first round pick next year, and to a Tonga Vilaua. If we wanted to get Deshaun Watson. And I don't want to do that. I don't not want. I don't want to have the 18th pick this year, and then no first round picks next year because as good as this team did in 2020, we still have a lot of room to grow, guys. This team is not phenomenal. The defense is good. It can get better and the offense is bad. And Deshaun Watson, if you thought he had a bad offense in Houston, he would come to Miami and have a, a way worse offense. And you would have less cap draft capital to put talent around him. So people just need to stop with this whole Dolphins should trade for Deshaun Watson. Two is not the answer. I saw a YouTube video, I don't know who it was posted by, and it said, that the caption was, Dolphins need to trade to a now, and then it, I think it said something about being a bust. What? He played one season with no talent around him, he wasn't even supposed to play because of an injury, and he had 13 total touchdowns, 5 interceptions, 65% completion rate, which is great for a rookie, it's great for really anyone, and he was 5th fifth most, 5th fifth in the NFL and catchable passes. What are you talking about? Trade him right away. He did all of that with no Preston Williams, Jakeem Grant injured half the time, which even him on the field doesn't really do anything. Parker, who was a shell of himself from last year, Mike Kosicki, who got injured here and there, but he was pretty good, but his best target was Mike Kosicki. He was throwing to Matt Collins, Lynn Bowden, a rookie, Malcolm Perry, Uh, An injured Devontae Parker, his running back was Savon Ahmed, which, you know, again, he wasn't bad, but he's not a great running back. There's a reason why he was undrafted. Miles Gaskin, who is a great running back, but not a great starter. He had nothing around him. He had three rookie offensive linemen and you're ready to just trade him off to a team because what? He didn't have what? 28 touchdowns his rookie season. So what? So What? Any other quarterback, any other rookie quarterback with that offense would have been awful, god-awful. So, yeah, I I think the, the talk around Tua and trying to get rid of him, whether it's drafting a quarterback in the first round with pick three or trading for Deshaun Watson, like, it's got to stop, guys. Can we please be patient? Can we please? I understand we're not used to having a good football team, because the dolphins have sucked for the last 20 years, I understand we're not used to that, but like we we can't be stupid. We can't be stupid and lazy with our takes and just I understand we're not used to success and what success looks like, but successful teams are able to develop people and they're able to build around the players they have. Successful teams don't continuously just Trade away and and try to fix and, and no successful teams know what they're doing like the Dolphins do they get good players and they develop around them and then they have success that's what all the good teams did look at Drew Brees he sucked a good team was like hey I know what we have in this guy if you're too stupid to get rid of him let's take him put him in a scheme that fits him give him talent now we have one of the best quarterbacks of all time don't be stupid. Don't be stupid and fall for the media and all these people thinking that two is a bust because he didn't have the greatest rookie season of all time. I know he was phenomenal in college. That's awesome. The NFL's a different learning curve. I know we want to talk about Justin Herbert, but what about when Justin Herbert lost 45-0 to the Patriots? And yeah, the Dolphins have a better defense. Okay, and you're saying the defense for the Dolphins is the reason why the, the Chargers couldn't score a field goal? The Dolphins' defense is the reason why Justin Herbert couldn't even lead his team down into field goal range? No. No. I understand. Yes, that's probably why the Patriots scored 45 points. They had a punt return touchdown, a blocked kick field goal. I understand all of that. But we weren't talking about this when the Dolphins beat the Patriots, but the Chargers lost 45 to 0. Okay. And if you think as a Dolphins fan that the reason they got blown out was because they didn't have as good of a defense, you're sadly mistaken. They have a much better offense, not nearly as good of a defense, but they couldn't even get their team in field goal range. He had zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Tua had two total touchdowns, one interception. Okay, so yeah, it's all, it's all fun and games because we want to look at Justin Herbert and say he had an amazing rookie season, but we want to cherry pick what was good and what was bad. We want to talk about how Tua had a bad game against the Bills, but we want to forget when he single-handedly won us the game against Arizona and single-handedly kept us in the game against Kansas City. We want to forget those games. We want to forget against the Chargers, Justin Herbert's team, when he almost led us to a 21-0 uh, advantage in the first half. But then the botch snap, they go up, it's 14-7 now. But he was leading us to go 21-0. We we want to forget about that. We just want to remember the bad, right? No. Don't be stupid. Don't be the lost, don't be the San Diego Chargers from the early 2000s. Don't get rid of a player who has so much potential just because he didn't have the most amazing rookie season. Develop him. Get him a coordinator like I talked about in yesterday's podcast. Get him a coordinator that understands how to use him. Get him talent. Then you can make a decision. I'm not here's the thing. I want people to understand, I'm not saying if Tua sucks after this year and the year after that, keep him. I'm not saying that. But you cannot say, oh, Tua sucked in his rookie season, or not sucked, Tua wasn't amazing in his rookie season, get rid of him. No. Give him time. If year three comes around and you still have these questions, like say next year, he struggles a lot and you put so much talent around him and he's still struggling, okay, then we can talk about it. But no, after his rookie season, I'm not giving up on him. When you have that much draft capital, four picks in the first 50, and, and and cap space to put talent around him, no, I'm not giving up on him yet. You can, and it's stupid, but yeah, you can give up on Tua if you want, but I'm I, I'm not going to. I don't care if people think that, that makes me a homer, uh, a Tua lover, and a, a blind fan. I don't care. That that, in my opinion, is not being a blind fan. That is being a um, a smart fan. That's me as a Dolphins fan seeing the Pittsburgh Steelers firsthand because my brother and dad are Pittsburgh fans. Seeing how that team has run their organization my whole life, develop players, know what you're doing. Stop acting like you know whatever happens in a you know a team or a player's first season is who they are their whole career. Draft well, be an organization that develops talent, and you'll have success, okay? Again, I know the Dolphins haven't been successful. I know in the past, they probably would trade a rookie quarterback after their first season. They probably would, but guess what? These are different Miami Dolphins. We actually have competent leaders like Chris Greer and Brian Flores that know what they're doing, so trust them, okay? Again, Deshaun Watson is a phenomenal player, but who's to say Tua will not eventually become way better? You have no idea. So why why give up on him now? Don't be stupid. Don't be naive and lazy and just think, yeah, let's just move on from him. Let me believe all the media right now. No. Give it time. Keep Tua, okay? So that's why I wanted to talk about the Dolphins because, man, it has been upsetting me seeing all the people just draft a quarterback, move on from Tua, take Watson. Like, as soon as Watson became available, it was like people forgot that we, like, have two first-round picks, two second-round picks. We have a young rookie quarterback that's still growing. Like, people just forgot about it. Deshaun Watson came available, and everyone was like, get him, get him. Give up eight first-round picks, whatever it takes. Like, what? What are you talking about? No, no. So, yeah, I wanted to get that off my chest because it was really, really frustrating me. Anyway let's, anyway, let's get into this week's picks, guys. Um, unfortunately, as I said, Dolphins are not in the playoffs. I know. I'm sorry I keep saying it, but it's just the truth. Dolphins are not in the playoffs this year. We definitely will be next year, but we're not in the playoffs this year. But nonetheless, they are still happening, so let's get to the picks. First game, um, we have Indianapolis taking on Buffalo. And I will just say this right now. As soon as I saw Indianapolis... Or Buffalo dancing in practice, I automatically picked Indianapolis. As soon as I saw Buffalo dancing, I immediately picked Indy. Immediately. And I hope to God, and this isn't because I'm a Dolphins fan. Part of it is actually. But when I hate when I see teams celebrate or talk trash before the game, because I'm like, you can't do that. You cannot give the team an extra advantage. And that's why I'll talk about in my picks why I think certain things are going to happen. So Indianapolis, I'm picking them to be Buffalo uh, because Indianapolis, when they saw that Buffalo was dancing and like having this fun, jolly time, I think Indy was like, oh, really? You want to be dancing? Okay. Got you. Same thing happened with Juju Smith-Schuster. Kept dancing. Okay. Keep dancing. All right. You guys can do that. We're going to come play and knock you. And trust me, this Indianapolis team bodes very, very well against Buffalo. Buffalo's two weaknesses are are running the ball and stopping the run. And Indianapolis is one of the best, if not the best, team in the NFL running the football. And so as long as Philip Rivers doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, the key to this game for Indy is stop the run, which, you know, I don't think Buffalo is going to be able to run the football. So really what I would do is just protect any passing game, get after Josh Allen, protect any crossing routes, stuff like that. That would be number one. And two, run it down their throats the whole game. Because Buffalo's run defense is not good. It is not good. And Indy has an amazing offensive line and run defense. So I'm picking Indianapolis to upset Buffalo. Uh, Nothing would bring me more joy than watching the Buffalo Bills lose. On Saturday, and not saying it's gonna happen, but I'm picking Indianapolis to win. Next, we have the Los Angeles Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I've said from the beginning of, or not the beginning of the season, but I've said from when we beat the Rams, I don't trust the Rams. I don't. I don't like Jared Goff. Never have. Never will. Uh, I, I kind of like Sean McVay, but even him, like he's just like this wonder boy. I'm not really a fan of him. I don't. He doesn't seem like a football coach to me. He just seems like this little like whiz kid that everyone fell in love with but it's not really that impressive um here's the thing with the los angeles rams just stop stop the running game if you can stop their running game they can't do anything because their whole entire offense is it's simply if you watch games their entire offense is the same play they run to the right or they run to the left sometimes they'll do a jet sweep and if they don't do that they play action and then throw a quick little three yard pass which is what the Dolphins ended up stopping. They stopped that. Jared Goff was forced to not do play action. Then they brought the blitz. He sucked. And he has not played well at all. He's coming off a thumb injury. Uh, If he plays, I think he is going to play. So I'm picking Seattle to win in this game. It's a division game, so obviously they're very familiar with each other. Seattle's defense has been playing much, much better uh, since they added Carlos Dunlap. So I'm going to pick Seattle to win in this game against the Rams. Next up, we have Tampa Bay at Washington. I think that Tampa Bay is going to dominate in this game, to be honest with you. Um, I said this about any NFC East team. I didn't think they belonged in the playoffs. I think it's really unfair that you have teams like the Dolphins uh, that didn't get in the playoffs at 10 and 6. And then you have teams like the Washington football team that got in at what? What, What's their record? Are they 7 and 9? Like, really? 7 and 9? The Patriots finished seven and nine, and they were eliminated week, what week fifteen, when they played the Dolphins. Like no, I I don't think they belong in the playoffs. I think when they actually play a great team like Tampa Bay, I think I'm not for sure. I'm not for sure, but didn't the Buccaneers already play Washington? I thought the Buccaneers. I could be wrong, but I thought the Buccaneers already played Washington. Let me check. Buccaneers versus Washington. um... Actually, let me go to the Buccaneers' schedule. I feel like the Buccaneers already played them. Did they not? I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I thought the Buccaneers already played the Washington football team. I'm going back right now and checking. <laughs> uh, Buccaneers did not play Washington yet. But I, th- I just think they're going to beat them. Washi- you look at Washington. This is This is Buccaneers. The Buccaneers last four games. 44 points, 47 points, 31 points, 26 points. That's their last 4 games. And now they're going to play Washington. Tom Brady is used to the cold weather, so it's not going to be a, a a big problem for him. Um and I just I don't even know who Washington's playing at quarterback. Like this Buccaneers defense has been playing a lot better ever since their bye week and the Washington defense is just inept. It's inept. Regardless, it doesn't matter who they have at quarterback, uh, and the most important thing, Chase Young was like, "I'm coming for Tom Brady." I know, I know you're young, Chase Young. I know you're playing very, very well, but do you not know who Tom Brady is? Do you not understand that like he literally is the Michael Jordan of the NFL? Anything you say, he takes and will just annihilate you on the football field. I don't think Chase Young understands that. I think he's just young and stupid and he, you know, obviously they're only seven and nine. So he's like, yeah, I'm in the playoffs at seven and nine. I'm so cool. Okay. Well, good luck against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I expect them to win handily, um, with Washington's offense against this defense, I'm expecting them to score no more than 10 points. I'm picking Tampa Bay to win it by at least, at least 10 points. I don't know what the spread is, uh, on this game, but I'm picking Tampa Bay to win like 30 to 30 to 10 like I I don't expect this game to be close at all I know some people are high on the Washington football team because you know I love Ron Rivera his story they have a good defensive front but you're going against a much much better team than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers like a much much better team and you're going against the greatest quarterback of all time so just have fun have fun with that uh Tampa Bay should win that game handily Next, we have Baltimore-Tennessee. This one is hard for me because here's the thing. Both teams rely way too much, in my opinion, on the run game. But if I trust a team more in the pass game and I trust a team's defense more, it's the Baltimore Ravens. And I fell in this trap last year. I picked Baltimore to beat Tennessee, and Tennessee smacked them. Tennessee, in my opinion, is not as good as last year. They are not as as high. Uh, They're not on a hot streak as much. And Baltimore knows how to play them now they know what to expect they're playing in Tennessee stop the run game that's all you have to do all you have to do is just stop the run game I don't know why it's so hard if you watch Tennessee games any game they lose it's because the other team is just like yeah we're just gonna stop the run game and make Ryan Tannehill throw the football a lot it's really it's not that hard I know it's hard to stop Derrick Henry but what I'm saying is Baltimore understands exactly how to play Tennessee and I think teams are figuring it out even though Derrick Henry had a 2,000-yard season. I understand that, and Derrick Henry is an absolute monster. Teams that are smart are understanding how to beat them. And so I expect Baltimore to come into this game hungry. Uh, I expect Lamar Jackson to want to prove people wrong that I can win playoff games. And I expect them to win this game. Uh, I don't like Tennessee, I've said it many times, I don't, I don't like Mike Vrabel, I don't like their team, they are very cocky for no reason, they're not, they've never been good, and now, what, they've had two years of success, uh, because Derrick Henry is single-handedly the only reason they win games, and now they're like, the, they think they're like the greatest team in the NFL. So I'm gonna pick Baltimore to win, uh, again, I, I, I just, I can't see Baltimore falling into the same trap they did last year, and not... And, and allowing Derrick Henry to do whatever he wants. So I'm going to pick Baltimore to win. It's going to be a close game, but again, I pick Baltimore. I'm going to pick Baltimore in this one. Next, we have Chicago at New Orleans. Um, I I mean, I, I don't really think it's going to be a close game. Uh, again, who, who am I going to pick? Am I going to pick New Orleans at home, Sean Payton and Drew Brees with that offense and defense, or am I going to pick the Chicago Bears who could have easily not been in the playoffs. Um, The only reason they're not in the playoffs, the only reason they're in the playoffs is because Arizona lost because they didn't have Kyler Murray. But Chicago shouldn't even be in the playoffs, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to pick New Orleans to win handily. Uh, I don't know what the, again, I don't know what the spread is, but I'm going to pick New Orleans to win by at least two touchdowns. I know that's a lot, but I'm serious. Like, I, I don't think, I don't like Chicago. Their defense isn't as good as last year. Uh, but it's the best part of their team. I don't trust Mitch Trubisky in these situations. Until he proves me wrong, I won't. So I'm going to pick New Orleans to win in this game. And then lastly, we have Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Now, I want to pick Pittsburgh, but then I saw what Juju smith schuster said about them. And while it is very funny, I'm still going to pick Pittsburgh to win, but I, I won't be surprised at all if the Browns just annihilate them. And this is the reason this is what Juju Smith-Schuster. again, people who say he should be on our team. I don't understand. He is very immature. He does not fit our team at all. This is what Juju said before a division rival playoff game. Like this is what he said about the Browns. I think they're still the same Browns team. I play every year. I think they are nameless gray faces. They have a couple of good players on their team. But at the end of the day, I don't know. The Browns is the Browns. First of all, it doesn't even make sense. It's the Browns are the Browns. Not the Browns is the Browns. So learn how to talk, first of all. Second of all, why in God's name? I've never understood this about players. I understand, like, you make a lot of money. You're confident. Your team has only won one out of your last, what? They, they've won one out of their last five games. They were 11-0 and they finished the season 12-4. Like, I understand... Uh, that, that you know, you, you, you think you're all that because of your TikTok, but I've never understood why players say anything negative about another team before they play. Like, I don't care if you hate that team more than anything. I'm the type of person where I always want to be very courteous and respectful, similar to like how Tua is, how Brian Flores is, how Bill Belichick always is, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. Before I go into a game, I'm not saying anything negative about this team. I'm complimenting them. I'm saying, man, they're a great team. I don't care if the other team views it as fake. I don't care. Why in God's name, before a playoff game against a team that really isn't that much worse than you, why would you go out and say, you know, I think they have a couple good players. They're nameless gray faces. At the end of the day, the Browns are the Browns. Why? Why would you ever say that? And so I'm still going to pick Pittsburgh to win because I don't think like any of their coaches are available. Um, Kevin Stefanski is not going to be coaching them. I'm pretty sure unless something magically changed, Kevin Stefanski is not going to be coaching the Browns. Um, so I'm still going to pick Pittsburgh to win because I just think at the end of the day, they are the better team. Um, they're not going to have the Browns are not going to have, uh, their head coach. So, I mean, I, I want to pick, I'm going to pick the Steelers. But I would not be shocked if the Browns came out and just handed them a loss and you know somehow put a tweet or retweeted Juju's you know comment, something like that. I wouldn't be surprised if that was this type of game at all. But I'm still going to pick the Steelers to win. I just think they're a better team. They're going to be better coached because um, the Browns aren't going to have really any of their coaches. And really, um, the Steelers almost beat the Browns with their backup players. This past week. So I feel like the Steelers know too well how to play the Browns. Really, the Browns are the same uh, as the Titans. If you stop the running game, Baker's not going to win the game on his own. And at least the Tennessee Titans, I could say Ryan Tannehill is a much more capable quarterback than Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, if you stop the run, he is going to crumble and fold. I mean, that's that's what happened against the Jets. And they're the Jets. They couldn't run the ball. They lost. Baker couldn't win the game on his own against the Jets. So yeah, I, um, I don't think the Browns are going to win. I think it's going to be a close game, uh, but I'm picking the Steelers to win. Uh, but again, I would not be surprised at all if the Browns ended up upsetting, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So there you go. There are my, uh, wild card weekend picks for the NFL. It's a shame that we're not in it guys. It really hurts because we are so close to being in it and playing the Tennessee Titans. And I think we would have and could have won that game, um, but you know, it'll our, our day will come. Our time will come. Do not worry. Uh, we are going to be much better next year. TuA is going to be much better next year. And this team will be in this, in this uh, playoff game, in this playoff weekend. This time next year, you can bet your bottom dollar on that. So I hope you guys have a great day. Uh, Monday is going to be our next podcast, and I actually have a special episode. On Monday, it's going to come out. I'm Central Time, so it's probably going to come out at night, probably around nine o'clock, 9 o'clock at night on Monday Central Time. So if you're Eastern Time, you know somewhere between nine thirty and ten o'clock Monday night. Because I'm having a special guest on the podcast. He is a Dolphins uh, YouTuber, a very good underrated Dolphins YouTuber. I'm going to have him on the on the podcast on Monday. Be sure not to miss that one. It's going to be great. But until then, guys, have a great weekend. Uh, Enjoy Wild Card Weekend as much as you can. Try not to think about the Dolphins not being in it uh, so much. But yeah, those are my picks. That's my take on the whole Deshaun Watson thing. So I hope you guys have a great weekend, and I'll see you Monday night. Fins up.